0: podcast listeners, welcome to the Simple Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Carlos Rivera, and today I am brought with my boy, Jake Jensen. He's going to be our first guest for the show, and he's going to tell us about a really cool routine he just begun. It's a 90-day challenge well he'll explain a little bit about. So, Jake, why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Hey, uh,
1: Jake Jensen. Just glad to be here. Uh, me and Carlos have been buddies for... Quite a long time. We actually met in uh, our new student conference when we first came to college. So,
0: long history. Yeah, it's been a it's been a few years, and we've stayed in touch. And now he told me about this this thing he started. So, so Jake, let's see, what um what is a challenge exactly that you've done that you've uh, you're a part of right now? Yeah, yeah.
1: So, it's called Exodus ninety, um, and it's kind of um, it's kind of something that people do when they're. Um, Like people do it that are trying to grow in their faith or or, um, grow spiritually, but also kind of discerning a vocation, like uh, what you want to do with your life, what career you want to pursue, um, you know, preparing for marriage or preparing for, um, you know, kind of any big step in life. So that's what people use it for. Um, But essentially it's based off of three pillars, um, prayer, brotherhood, and asceticism. And those of you who don't know what asceticism is, it's really kind of just like um, – it's kind of de- denying forms of indulgence. So uh, kind of getting out of your comfort zone, doing things that don't make you very comfortable.
0: Awesome, man. And so, you know, you said that this challenge is usually done by people who want to take or we're going through a big phase in their life, right? right? So what 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 phase do you think that is in, in your life personally?
1: Yeah. So, um, I mean – as a junior in college, I think, you know, finding your purpose as far as what career you want to pursue is a huge one for anybody, and um, even specifically myself. Um, and then the other things is, um, you know, I'm getting serious with my girlfriend, and so um, it's it's really cool to do this program and kind of focus on the more important things kind of for, to prepare for engagement and marriage and stuff like that cool and is she doing it with you or is it just uh, she's not it's more, more of a guy thing actually just a guy I'm thing. i'm sure there's there's uh there's uh you know something that you can do that do like that for women but it's more of a kind of a brotherhood type uh deal so so you, you are doing it with a couple buddies yeah yeah i'm doing um doing it with a couple friends from my old fraternity so
0: nice man Yeah,
1: it's really cool um and then, um, let's see,
0: so, sorry, you go ahead. No, yeah, so, I mean, you started it because, you know, you're going through this phase in your life, you're in college, and like you mentioned, it's a really important time to develop and grow, and a lot of, a lot of things are happening, so it's, it's, a, it's a good time to, to develop, right? So, how do you feel like the beginning of this whole process was for you? You know, how, how, was, it, how, how was it like starting out? Yeah, um,
1: so, starting out... It was definitely. Um, it's honestly, I thought it was kind of exciting. Some people get intimidated, <laughs> and um, some it's just not for some people um, because it, it takes discipline, it takes focus, and you have to do things that you they you know naturally don't want to do, like get up and take a cold shower. Who? But um, starting off, like it's kind of like I compare it to the honeymoon phase of dating. Like it's like, oh, this is so cool. This is different. My life is different right now, and I can really tell the. Um, the difference of it, but I think once you get started into the meat of it, that's when you're like, oh man, I can't have, uh, or I can't watch shark tank tonight or I can't do something, you know, so.
0: So it's, it's, you've, you've learned a lot about just giving up things that you're normally used to enjoying, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let me go through the things that you have to give up. So basically, Mm -hmm.
1: um, you know, the asceticism, you're denying forms of indulgence. So those things that you have to deny are, uh, you know, you have to take cold showers in the morning. You have to eat no alcohol, no desserts or sweets, no eating between meals, no soda or sweetened drinks, um, no television or movies or social media. Um, only music that lifts the soul to God, and um, computer for work and school only. And then what's the last thing? Regular and intense exercise. So, wow, it's it's a, it's a lot of things, but um, it really helps you to hone in on the things that, uh, that are more important to you in life, you know? And then for me, that's kind of faith and family and relationships. Um, you know, my beautiful girlfriend and, and, uh, school even, you know, just the important things.
0: Awesome, man. And what has been the hardest thing to, you know, give up about all this? Cause you, you, you mentioned a lot, and I know it must be hard to, you know, give out, like, maybe your favorite TV show or, you know, whatever kind of habit. Maybe warm showers uh-huh. in the morning instead of cold ones. Well, you know what? The cold showers are actually—they
1: uh, wake me up a lot better than a warm shower does. And <laughs> there's also a bunch of known benefits for those, too, like, you know, higher metabolism and stuff. But the probably the hardest thing—I um, don't know. It's the culmination, I would say, because, you know— I went to New Orleans with my cousin and his wife the other day, me and Jenna Grace did. It. And, and uh, you know, you were walking around and you're not even thinking about, oh, man, I'd love a daiquiri right now. But, you know, you can't have it. Um, and then stuff, it's just the the culmination of little things like um, no sweets or – but definitely the Shark Tank really makes me upset because I
0: love watching Shark Tank. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> that one's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it looks like you've, you've so far gained a lot out of it. So, how, how long has it been since you've been on this challenge? So, I'm on day 19 now. Day 19? Yeah.
1: And, it, and it'll, I'm, so I'm about a quarter of the way through.
0: But uh, it's really cool. I've definitely seen the benefits, definitely. What has been, because right now you're, you're a few weeks in, right? And for a lot of people starting a new habit, it, it takes a lot of courage and dedication. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people kind of give out within, you know, a week or, or two of the, of the whole challenge, right? Yeah. So what do you think has helped you persist and keep going and actually do complete the 19 days so far?
1: Um, definitely a lot of prayer. And um, that's one of the biggest things that you have to do. Um, so talking about habits, like your kind of your morning routine. And this isn't standard. You don't have to do this, but the I think the best way to really finish through the ninety days is your to have a, a uh, pretty strict morning routine of kind of spending an hour with God, whether that's prayer or um, you know meditation or reading the reading the Bible or writing, um, you know, whatever you do to to uh, kind of grow in your faith or grow spiritually, that. That kind of pushes you throughout the day, that keeps you going, and that keeps you motivated
0: throughout the ninety days Oh awesome man, and it looks like you know from from all this I, I see like a lot of people could benefit from from starting something like this, right mm-hmm. so what, what would you rec- what would you tell someone who wants to start this challenge what would be like your number one tip for someone wanting to start it out
1: yeah, so um, I'd say the number one tip would be um essentially just just keep going after it i mean there's really no way to uh if you if you really want to change your lifestyle and that's your goal i don't think anybody trying this program would have an issue because you see the results pretty instantly you see your life change um pretty quickly and so um yeah, I guess my main advice would be to uh find some people that really um can encourage you and that aren't, you know, aren't saying, "Hey, um dude, you got to come out and drink tonight." Like you know, it's it's a special occasion and they keep saying that every Tuesday and and Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if you could find some people that really want to encourage you and uh
0: push you towards your goal, then I think that's the most important thing. So has, has, has saying no been hard for you or have you learned to kind of push through that phase of the challenge?
1: Okay. So another, uh, the, another important part of the program is um, on Sundays, it's the Sabbath. So it's a celebration. So you're not supposed to do like really any work and you're supposed to just kind of celebrate worship and um, you can indulge in like, You know, I could watch TV on Sunday or I could have a suite or something like that. You can do a couple things that are, um, you know, on that list that you're not supposed to do during the week. Um, So, um,
0: sorry, what was your question again? Oh, uh, I forgot. I don't know. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) A big part of this, you said, was the the brotherhood aspect, correct? Right, right. By just the brotherhood. So, what have you seen... Like, what changes have you seen in the relationships between you and the friends that you've started this challenge with? Sure. How have how has your relationship changed? Um, that's huge. Um, so
1: a lot, of, a, a lot of the times people have, a, um, you know, a large group of guys that maybe they just know from work or from church that they don't know very well. And um, that's also really cool because you get to meet new people. But I did it with two guys that— um, I actually know extremely well cause they're both in my fraternity and, um, so I've gotten to learn things about them that I didn't know before and, um, you definitely grow closer and it's, it's a more, um, I guess mature relationship, um, with your friends because you're getting into that deep stuff that, you know, most people don't want to talk about or like that you wouldn't talk about with just an acquaintance. And, um, it's kind of a journey that you all have to
0: push each other through. And there have, has there been any challenges with that in these first 19 days? Um, as far as the brotherhood aspect? Or just like, you know, keeping each other accountable and everything. Has have, have they, like, started to give up a bit? Or have they also been as persistent as you have? I think they've been doing a really good job.
1: Um, I hope they've shown the same thing about me. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, man. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: But uh, they, they, they are we're doing well. Um, it's just the accountability aspect of it, you know. You're just making sure that, you know, if you have someone to answer to about these things, then it's a lot easier to not cheat on some of them, you know. Right. Because it's like, what the heck, man? <laughs> I'm doing all – I'm putting in all this
0: work, and you're over here eating little Debbie's? Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> I just can only imagine, like, okay, so you, you can't eat junk food either, right? Well,
1: the main thing is you can't have sweets, and you can only get three meals per day. So... um. It, it, you have to, you have to time it well. You can't, (laughs) I typically eat really early and then, um, um, try to go back, go to bed early. But with this program, I have to space out my meals a little bit further.
0: Man, so was that, was that something hard to do? Or is it, was it kind of, did it kind of smoothly flow into your already existing routine? Um, so, um,
1: I think it kind of flowed into my routine. I I like to eat a bunch of snacks during the day, but I pack my lunch anyway. So, instead of eating the snacks, I just eat them all at once. <laughs> so, that's one way uh, to do it. <laughs> it's not too bad.
0: Yeah. That's interesting, man. Yeah, this in this kind of challenge, you know, it's it's I think I think it's pretty great. I think a lot of people should definitely try it out. And you know, even have their own twist to it if they yeah. if they, they would like, because you oh, mentioned yeah. there's the majority for 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 men, but you know the ladies could try out oh, yeah, some kind for of sure. form of this challenge, correct? Mm-hmm. Even if even if someone isn't religious, they can definitely use a big time with that first of the morning, the first hour to still meditate. They can still be you know closer to their own thoughts and yeah. being more grateful for everything they have. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Um,
1: something I forgot to mention is it's also used. Um, for people that have addictions, and um, not, I mean not only people that just um, that just want to kind of change the direction of their life, which is um, kind of the main reason I'm doing it, but people do it um, if they're facing addictions like you know, heroin or anything like big like that, but also the smaller ones, um, like alcoholism and um, you know, pornography, addiction, sex addiction um really anything that falls under the addiction category that um and some of the ones that you wouldn't typically think about so it's really cool because um you're really um you're set as- you're essentially setting aside all these distractions um you know think about all the time you spend on your iPhone looking at social media or uh watching TV or think about how you zone out um you know, just doing the everything days, or the everyday things in your life. Um, and you don't, you don't take a moment to kind of sit back and say, all right, what am I doing with my life right now? So it really takes away all the distractions,
0: and um, it's really cool. It really gives you a sense of clarity. Wow. So do you think now that you've carried on, you know, you're about 19 days in, do you think... Do you think there's going to be any other challenges that you're going to have to overcome from now till day ninety? Because you know ninety days is, it's a lot. You know, it's it's uh, it three is. months. So, it is. So how do you think you can you know? Do you think your your the habits that you've developed so far are 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 good enough for you to continue this onto you know all the way through the end of the three months? Yeah, well, that's the question. I mean, um, that's the tough part, and
1: that's really what I'm striving for end goal um and I really think that's possible um because I've seen the fruits of it I've seen that um you know not zoning out in a television to forget about my day or not um not looking at things on my computer that I shouldn't be looking at like to to relax or do whatever and that's it's really given me um it gives you peace and it gives you um kind of ultimate joy where you don't Typically have that if you're just kind of looking for other things to put your, um, you know, to kind of get rid of your sorrows with like going out and to forget the tough week that you have. Hmm. Um, and it's just been, it's it's been really rewarding. Um, another thing that I, that I've noticed is um, how much freedom it's given me and the fact that I don't have to, um, I don't have to do things. um and I'm, or essentially I don't have to, um, I have ultimate freedom over my life
0: and over the thoughts that I have and stuff like that. So that's really cool. So this, this sense of clarity, um, do you, have you ever had the sense of clarity before in the past or do you think this, that all of this kind of came together during this time?
1: Um, I think so. I mean, I think we find clarity in, um. A number of things throughout life, and there's there's always events that kind of wake us up to, um, to what we should be doing in the next step. Kind of like I think about high school graduation, or um, uh, a breakup. I feel like that would kind of refocus you on something else. Or um, in our case, graduating college. That's kind of a um, a focus of ours. It or an event that would cause us to have more clarity, but. Um, you know, to, to kind of cause that um, event to happen with Exodus 90 has really um, kind of made, made me hone in on what's important in the long run,
0: not just for this season of my life, but for the rest of my life. So has, there, ha, has this challenge motivated you to make any big changes in your life so far in these 19 days?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd say um for sure, like I think I I tend to get more sleep than I need, so that's kind of a big one. <laughs> <laughs> it's refreshing. I love sleep, but uh you don't really don't need any more of it than seven hours. And there's so much you begin you can be doing with your day. Um, other things like um let's see. I think as far as the cold showers i kind of like to implement that in my in my life cuz it wakes you up it's like thomas jefferson used to wake up and put his feet in ice cold water did he to wake up every morning wow so there has to be merit
0: to it if if he did that so you know i've heard of this system with a lot of people as well because i think it's a common pattern like the cold shower just going getting your body into really really cold temperatures i know tony robbins does this he has like a kind of like a pool where it's, it's, it's normally it's, – um, you can adjust the temperature of it, and he puts it at very, very, very cold water, and he just jumps in there every morning, and it's sort of like – it's like a like a remedy for your whole body. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, we don't have to buy expensive devices or install any pools that have this kind of technology. Like, we have access to, to showers where we can have that same effect. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, I totally agree. It's um, – it feels great. You want to – you think that –
1: it's gonna be miserable, but you know you feel so refreshed when you get out. It almost feels—I uh, think it feels better than a hot shower nowadays. So it's probably definitely <laughs> one thing you're gonna continue after yeah, the challenge. Yeah, exactly, and then another thing, um, I think that
0: as far as uh, things that I'm getting, or what'd you say? Like what? Like what you would? Um, what's it called? Gaining from this, right? So like, what would you continue?
1: Oh yeah, what would I continue? So um, definitely keeping pornography out of my life entirely is a big deal especially that's that's a that's a big reason a lot of people do it and that's it's big for me too because I'm I'm moving towards engagement with my um, girlfriend and um, so you just don't want to bring anything like that typically into a marriage (laughs) and because it can be very difficult if if it is and so uh, you know that's something I hope to carry throughout my entire life and it's it's. Uh, I've already seen um, how awesome it's been for our relationship without that because um, you, you're not really um, fighting at all, and you're not, uh, I'd say you're not, you know, your girlfriend's not um, thinking that there's someone else, whether that's actually someone else or something else.
0: I yeah. see. It's very rewarding. It really is. That sounds great, man, and you know from this i I feel like you've you've gained so much and I feel like you're gonna gain so much more that you can implement for the rest of your life like you mentioned yeah so is this a kind of challenge that you kind of do once and just reap the full benefits of it, or would you do this periodically throughout your life?
1: That's a great question actually um and I've been thinking about that um typically I guess it, it's for um, whatever each person that does it thinks but Um, some people will do it again the next spring. Like if I did it this spring, then I would do it again next year. And now I don't know if I would go full force at it like I am now, but you know, looking at it now, I'd honestly love to implement some of the same things that I'm doing now in the future and kind of just, it's kind of like a refocusing technique. Like, um, this is, this is a step in life where I'm at right now. And this is different from where I was a year ago. So um, what can I do to kind of refocus over these next 90 days to make sure I'm doing um, – to make sure my ladder is leaned on the right thing and I'm not climbing up the, the wrong ladder for
0: – Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I – what I see this challenge being, like you mentioned, it's, it's a way to – it's a strategy to just kind of get your, your mind at a completely different level than it was before, yeah. get you a lot more clear. And I feel like a lot of people who are dealing with addictions – could truly benefit from this whole process cuz i mean you're kind of tackling everything you know like you're you're completely trying to get rid of the addiction but what do you think uh what do you think it's one one hurdle that someone would have to definitely overcome when they're starting a challenge like this if they are facing an addiction
1: yeah um i guess it's important to um just turn to the right things when you're feeling temptation Um, it's easy to, uh, it's, it's easy to give into something if you don't have, um, all those links there holding you together. And so, you know, I feel like people trying to get rid of an addiction just by doing that in itself is more complicated and almost more difficult. Um, and then, but when you throw all these other things in it, like if I'm already giving up all these things in my life and if I'm already, doing all these things, and it's kind of a lot easier to just do this one more thing um, to keep it out of my life. So it's kind of the culmination of all of them. Um, it it kind of holds you together. And um, But one of the things that, that I do in tough times um, in Exodus 90 is kind of pray and uh, look through the Word. One of my favorites is Romans 6.16. Um, don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves to the one you obey. Whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. So, if I think about, if I think about it like that, that's one of my favorite verses. If I think about it like that, I'm either um, a slave to my addiction and um, or um, kind of the the temptations in my life, or I'm a slave to righteousness, which, um, you know, what, what would you choose? So it's, it's, um, it's either freedom or not. So it, it really makes things clear when I'm in those tough situations and I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to be a slave to temptation and sin. So.
0: Wow. And this temptation, it's, you know, it could be in different areas of your life, you know, it doesn't doesn't have to be a specific, uh, temptation because, like you mentioned earlier, the social media and, and the the phone, it, it can be a huge distraction and it's tempting to, you know, be be distracted at all times because it's so easily available and there's so many things that could distract you at any moment. Mm-hmm. Right. So do you think you're gonna limit your consumption of social media after this challenge? Are you gonna give it up completely or are you gonna get back into it?
1: Um well, I like to keep up with the people I know and love. Um I love looking at pictures of my nephews and Family and friends all on on Facebook and stuff. But um, I did delete my uh, my Instagram account entirely. Really? Yeah. Because I just think that um, I love Instagram because, you know, you don't have to read all the words. And you can just scroll through it. And it's a lot of fun. There's I, I follow a bunch of pages that are kind of informative and stuff like that. But it's all about image. And... Personally, that's not what I want in my life. So, um, like, that's not what I want my life to be focused on. So I'd got rid of it. But as far as the networking aspect and kind of the, um, you know, keeping up with the friends that you really care about and love, I think there's nothing wrong with that, as long as you have moderation.
0: And what do you? What kind of moderation do you think would be beneficial to people? Because I know it's a, the social media aspect of our lives has been. Very, very big for most people, right? Mm-hmm. So what, what kind of strategies do you think people can implement to help them uh, regulate how much social media they use in their lives?
1: Yeah, well, there's actually uh, an app. I forget what it's called, but look it up. There's an app where you can um, you can measure the amount of time you spend on each app. So, you know, if you're a guy and you all you do is watch ESPN videos all the time and it takes away a lot from your day or um, – your time to spend with friends or, um, you know, anything, you know, you can see how much time you're spending on ESPN. Or if you're, um, if you just scroll through Instagram mindlessly, whenever you're not really, um, um, you don't have too much going on, then it'll show you, um, exactly how much time that you're spending on Instagram. So I think that's a great tool and it kind of shows you how much time you're wasting. And I think, you know, Facebook and, and Instagram and, uh, and, uh, Snapchat are good things to keep up with, keep up with people. But when you're using it to a point where you're scrolling and you're seeing the same things that you already saw and, you know, what benefit is it having on your life or anybody else's life? Like at some point it, it would be better if you would have just called your, your sister or your cousin instead of
0: just seeing what happened in their life on Facebook. Yeah, I agree with that. And yeah, it's, it's that moderation, you know, just being aware at least of how much time you are wasting. That's, right. that's a really important part of it all. And I think like for people our age, you know, who are in college, it's, there's so many things that, there's so many opportunities within social media that people wanna get involved in, you know, to start different businesses and mm-hmm. get involved with this all, right? So what about the podcast medium in itself? What do you think about that, and as as far as incorporating that in your life, and how that can affect your your habits and your lifestyle?
1: I like that question a lot. So um, since I have to give up music that lifts the soul to God for uh, this Exodus ninety program, all I can listen to is like classical Christian music or um, uh, what else do I listen to? Kind of like upbeat EDM that doesn't have words or something like that. <laughs> and uh, but you actually introduced me to podcasts. You know, I, I heard of them before but I totally forgot and he was like he was like, "Hey, you should totally listen to some podcasts while you're working out or whatever." And <laughs> it's genius because um you're learning um and you know, all everything that you learn comes from somebody else. Um or at least the smart ones. The smart people know that you get yeah. <laughs> you get knowledge from other people. And so to be able to do that whenever you want and wherever you want is uh, invaluable.
0: Yeah, I completely agree, man. And I'm I'm glad that you you see it that way too, because a lot of times people think podcasts are for old people and yeah. you know it's like oh it's, it's for those people that have to drive an hour and a half to work because of traffic. <laughs> and I tell them no, there's so much more that you can benefit from podcasts. It's just oh yeah, There's all kinds. You know, um, there's all kinds of different podcasts. And, mm-hmm. and then what I've realized is that by listening to podcasts, I've been driven more to listen to more books, not listen and read more books. So you mentioned that you have a few books that you've, you've been reading, right? Right. What's, what's a, what are a few recommendations and why do you think they've impacted your life?
1: Um, okay. So a really interesting book I'm reading right now, it's called the tipping point. And, um, it's about the different kind of types of, uh, it's kind of like how you would – if you were a business owner, how would, you, how would you push your product over the edge to where it became, um, for lack of a better word, viral or it, it became a huge success? And they talk about all these different types of people that, um, that have an impact on your business. Like um, one of the huge examples – I won't give too much of a way, but one of the huge examples is um, Paul Revere. Um, it's a it's a story you all know, and um, you know when he went riding through the towns to say the British were coming, everybody listened, and that's not just something that would happen typically. Like, it's kind of a, a tale, so people give him the benefit of the doubt. Oh yeah, like you would have listened if if someone was yelling the British are coming. But it was more about how Paul, Re- how charismatic, and how uh, the the character traits of Paul Revere that made everybody listen to him. So it's a really interesting book. If anyone's interested in kind of the tipping point is as in kind of like the point at which your idea like sets fire at which it um, really explodes and um, you really have an impact on the world and you really find that
0: success. So if anyone wants to read something about that, it was really good. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that sounds really interesting, man. Yeah. That's definitely one I want to, I want to check out for sure. Uh huh you've told me about that one in the past and I definitely want to check that one out too. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so are you reading any other books right now besides that in the in the Bible? Yeah. Um,
1: I read this book recently called anxious for nothing by Max Lucado. Um, he's a Christian author, but, um, it's a really good read. It's about how, uh, today we have so many deadlines, so many goals, so many, um, things to do, at least people like you and me. And, Um, how do you kind of juggle all those things and not be anxious about it? Like you have big things coming up in your life. You have deadlines, you have, uh, you know, important decisions. What do you turn to? And, um, what do you let, what do you let control your life in that matter? Like, do you let the anxiety control you or do you control it? And, um, without giving too much away, one of the really cool things I liked about it was that it talked about um, thinking. And um, what you think about makes a difference in your life. So um, his analogy was kind of as if your mind is an airport and, um, you know, your thoughts are airplanes. He says that we're the air traffic controller of our mind. So we can either let a thought land and, you know, see it in our mind, or we can, you know, wave it off and tell it not to land. So, you know, when you have negative thoughts, when you have thoughts that, um, you know, thoughts of anxiety or um, just things that um, aren't lifting you up, then you can not think about that. People will just think, Oh, it's my thoughts. Like, I can't do anything about it. But that's not true. Um, if you want to be a positive person, then you can,
0: you can get rid of those negative thoughts. Mhm. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely. I'm gonna have these books written down in the description so people can check them out. Yeah, it's really good. Thanks for the recommendations, man. Of course. And, uh, is there any any last uh, thoughts you would like to give about the the XX ninety challenge?
1: Yeah. Um, so. If anyone's interested in doing it, you know, I'd I'd totally, totally recommend it because um, it's so rewarding. And, you know, one of the biggest things is that um, I'm confident in my relationship with my girlfriend. I'm confident um, and kind of filled with purpose in the direction of my life now that I've started doing this. And um, another thing that I think is, you know, some people might think is small, but... um, I think it's really cool just to see it uh, acted out in my life is that God has answered so many of my prayers in this time, like big or small. And it's really cool to see, like, you know, the things that are important to me. Like, um, the more I act out my life and in, in the manner that's uplifting to Him, the more He kind of blesses me in that, in that area. And it's just really cool to see and to act out.
0: Awesome, man. Well, thank you for sharing all this, man. I really appreciate it. I know uh, that people will be very appreciative of it, too, because there's many people who haven't heard of this kind of of challenge, so I think a lot of people could really benefit. Yeah. So uh, thanks for coming out today, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right, guys. So that was the episode for the interview with Jake Jensen doing the XX90 Challenge. If y'all are interested in participating, I'll put a link in the description of uh, how you guys can start. If you guys want to check out the books, they'll be there as well. And, uh, oh, Exodus channel. Oh, sorry. It's called Exodus 90. Sorry. But uh, I'll put that in the description. So uh, I'll see you all in the next episode. Bye.